Quantum Conversations, your portal to the inner realms. Access infinite possibilities, infinite mastery, and infinite love. Mind-expanding, heart-opening conversations with some of the greatest spiritual teachers, luminaries, and healers of today's world. Usher in new earth by living in your sacred heart. Quantum Conversations is brought to you by AcousticHealth.com, home of music from the universe, online healing retreats, and this program. Claim your free registration to daily shows at AcousticHealth.com. AcousticHealth.com, your portal to the inner realms. Our program starts shortly. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the Quantum Realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. And today we are talking about the energetics of our name and how we can actually use the energy of our name to look at the journey of our life and how by making a name change, we are actually making things better or for worse. And this is our discussion today on Quantum Conversations with Leon Zonomiari, who is a name analysis researcher, and he's here to answer a lot of our questions and give us insight into the energetics of our name. Let's welcome Leon Zonomiari with us here today once again. Leon, hello. Well, hi there, Loren. Lovely to be back on your show again. Lovely to have you. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, this is really interesting because we've got something to look at today when we're talking about the names and changing names. We know a lot of actors and celebrities do this, and they may not be aware of what they're doing, but you yourself learned this system and learned the energetics of a name and you put it to work in your own life. So let's talk about your name change and how it's so important to pay attention to the way it's spelled and all of it. Sure. Uh, you want to start with my personal journey and how I came to change my name? Because as I'm sure you can imagine, I was not born Leon G. Paley Zonomiari. <laughs> I made it up. I created it. <laughs> you created it. To yeah. have a positive influence. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So your, well, what was your birth name then? I was actually born Paul, which in some ways worked for me very, very well. P represents power. Uh, the A brings activity in. The U, unfortunately, signifies loss. It only lasts for three years in the cycle um, as the names repeat over and over. Um, but the U brings loss, um, it 
doesn't have to be doom and gloom because like in your case, Loren Gailey, because you have the Gailey with the very positive powerful G and the L and the Y, if those letters are in the same year as your negative U, it can just be loss of interest loss of interest in something, a project, a hobby, your job, you want to move on and go on to bigger and better things. But in my case, it very often lined up with the U that I also had in my surname. So I had two U's and it would very often line up with an O from my middle name, which would signify money, stability, peace and tranquility. So when these U's and O's came in, I would have financial losses and all sorts of drama and trauma. Um, so um, this all actually came to me somewhat recently. I mean, we're talking about 10 years ago. It was my daughter who actually uh, was there with me in England. I was making a trip back to my homeland. And uh, she knew that I'd been through a massive spiritual growth period for many, many years. And I'd got myself pretty grounded and on on the right course, but my personal life was still this massive roller coaster ride. And I was trying to figure out what it was because I, I, I was just looking for answers. And she said, Hey, I heard about this guy in England. He analyzes people's names. So I contacted him. He's actually using this very, very unique system, very unique system. Um, and as soon as I had a name analysis with this guy, he pinpointed my three bankruptcies right down to the year. He also um, showed areas where I went through relationship problems. Uh, the list just went on and on and I was blown mm -hmm. away. So through that, I thought, I've got to learn more about this. Now, this guy in England was called Lawrence Paik and uh, he was, I say was because he passed away a couple of years ago, unfortunately. He was actually very, very well known in England for changing the names of some very prominent people, including people in the, the uh, entertainment industry. Mm -hmm. So anyway, I, I first uh, hooked up with Lawrence and I trained with him. I then got hold of a copy of a 1929 book, which was the last real major publication of, of how this system works. And I got that and studied and read and studied and practiced and eventually I thought, well, hey, um, this is what I want to do. This is what I need to be doing in my life. So I became a professional name analyst, and that's what I now do. And if you look through the reviews that you've kindly posted on your page, you'll see that there's a lot of people out there who agree. This is an incredible system. It's just mind-blowing, the information that it provides about you and your personal journey, your personal life. So yes, I, I actually designed up my names uh, specifically to bring in uh, certain positives and keep away some of the negatives and also to balance my overall personality. Uh, I, I was very, uh, could say bipolar, introvert and extrovert. That was coming from my names. Um, I also had some uh, alcohol problems in my younger years. That was down to my names as well. So that's all, all uh, gone and uh, now I'm on this nice, pleasant journey at a nice, pleasant rate. But you talked about celebrities. Yeah, um, I'm sure some of the older crowd will 
remember the name Engelbert Humperdinck. <laughs> Actually, the guy, <laughs> the guy's in his seventies, and he's still on tour. He's still on tour. It's amazing. Right on. <laughs> yeah, um, he he was actually born Arnold Dorsey, and he was in England in the sixties, and he just couldn't get a break. Couldn't get a break, and he stayed with the same manager. He um, had the same record label. Um, and he changed his name. He he decided to change his name to Engelbert Humperdinck because that was the actual name of a famous Austrian composer uh, who was around in the late 1800s, died in the early 1900s. He was the guy that composed Hansel and, Hansel and Gretel. He decided to use that name. If it worked for this guy, it's going to work for me. He changed his name to Engelbert Humperdinck and literally, literally within weeks, he started getting bookings, not just singing, you know, it for, for weddings and in bars and stuff. He got bookings, and he actually got on national TV. And his next single that he brought out was a smash hit, and he never looked back. Never looked back because he changed from Arnold Dorsey to Engelbert Humperdinck. You can yeah. also uh, look at um, Harry Roger Webb is Cliff Richard, Reginald Kenneth Dwight is Elton John, Farouk Bolsara, Freddie Mercury from Queen, Gordon mm-hmm. Matthew Thomas Sumner, Sting, Bono is Paul David Hewson. Maybe he figured out the U in the Paul sometimes brings losses. <laughs> mm-hmm. Michael Caine, Maurice Micklewhite, um, and actually uh, the name that Lawrence Page changed for an aspiring model in England was, was what um, really put him up there on a, on a pedestal and people really started to take notice of this work. There was a girl called Laura Hollins. Yes, she had the U in the Laura and it wasn't supported with positive letters. It was supported with the H from the Hollins, which can be stress and strain. She was signed up with a top agency in London and she wasn't getting any bookings. So she went to Lawrence, she changed their names to Agnes Dean and uh-huh. she kept with the same agency, same makeup, same hairstyle nothing changed except for her name uh-huh. and and within six months she was getting bookings and bookings and bookings and the following year in 2007 she was voted model of the year you can check all this up on the internet all she did was changed her names and it turned her life around completely from being in the doldrums to being on top. So, yeah, um, celebrities, they, they uh, do it frequently. Um, sometimes they'll change their names two or three times until they find one that actually seems to work for them, that, that, that gets them where they need to be. Now, were they less talented before they changed their names? No. They just changed their names, and it right. gave them that little edge. The vibration of that name the gave vibration. them that little edge. And they were, yeah, yeah. yeah and they, so they were making these name changes, really, with not an awareness of, of, you know, what you study, how you look at how some of these letters line up and are reflected with a strong letter. So in the case of Engelbert Humperdinck, he's got two U's in his name. And so you would think if U's um, stand for loss, I guess it has to line up with another le- letter 
or it just sees how it lines yeah. up vibrationally, right? So you yeah, can't well, just say, if you have a you in your name, doesn't necessarily mean that it's bad. It could. Well, that That's the beauty of this um, system because it, it, it shows your entire life from birth, and I run the charts right through to age 99. Now, Humperdinck mm-hmm. is a very, very long name. When uh, I show you a little demonstration of a name analysis for George Clooney that we'll get to soon. Mm-hmm. You'll understand how these charts work. Because Humperdinck is a long name with lots of letters, the U, which only lasts for three years, is literally a blip on the radar because Humperdinck uh, mathematically comes up to a number that's in the 50s or 60s. And the U only lasts for three years. So the U only comes around in the Humperdinck maybe once or, or maximum twice in his lifetime. So it's not like it's constantly there. It, it, it's mm. only there when it comes into play. Plus, if it's with some of the G's from the Engelbert or the N, you know, which is for love, the G is for gains, uh, the L is for advancement, then it will be loss of interest in that area, not financial losses or emotional losses like very often can be the case. In the case of the, the uh, I mean, getting a bit more up to date with some of the younger people listening in, Jay-Z, the rap artist who's married to Beyonce, he was actually born Sean Corey Carter. And the names he had were actually pretty good and very, very good for business. The guy's got a smart business mind, business head, right out of the, right out of the gate. When he took on this name Jay-Z, now I don't know if he knew the system, <laughs> it kind of indicates he would, because Jay-Z is full of powerful letters. Mm. So, so um, he has actually brought in a huge amount of success from the letter Y, the Z, the Z, uh, controls negative circumstances. It puts him on a bit of a pedestal. People will actually pay attention and listen to you. Uh, so the Jay Z, he he might well have uh, picked up an old 1929 book uh, because my book wasn't out at the time that he changed his name to Jay Z. He might have picked up some information on this and and used it to his advantage. It's mm-hmm. uh, Hard, hard to get in touch with some of these people. You can't just pick up the phone and have a conversation with them. So uh, that one I'm not quite sure of. But yeah, he's, he's got some very powerful letters. And the guy's a multi-millionaire. He's, he's uh, the top when it comes to the music industry. Yes, and so as you, we're going to do an analysis. We're going to look at it, um, and so and how it works, because that example really illustrates how this really is like a map, and how um, you go into this analysis. You go pretty deep. You look at the full name, so it's not like giving a mini reading where you can tell someone about their first name. But um, before we get there, what? What about people who never really resonated with their name or they they use a nickname? Um, mm-hmm. How does that work? Because nicknames are not really documented, are they? So we're talking exactly. about the documentation, like certificates. And yeah. that, that's what we're well, talking about. Yes and yes and no. In the mm-hmm. case of Sean Corey Carter, who calls himself Jay-Z, Okay. He he is legally his his passport or his documentation is still Sean Corey Carter. Oh. Jay Z is a nickname that he took upon himself. However, 
because this system is all geared up around documentation, how, how the, the uh, letters of the alphabet, which were once ancient, ancient symbols, send out a vibration that reflect upon the human body. Not your cats, not your dogs, not the name of your boat, the human body. It resonates on the human body. Now, because he took on the name Jay-Z, and he has documented it, worldwide a gazillion times over and over and over I mean billboard posters record yeah. labels magazines <laughs> television it's everywhere okay yeah <laughs> the Jay-Z it's 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 a name that, that by his own free will and free choice he has added onto his existing good names that he already had so there are cases where a nickname can seriously come into play with this system but it has to be heavily heavily documented I'm talking about um, uh, someone who's a best-selling author and they've got a pen name for writing their books or mm -hmm. a stage name for a very very well documented uh, actor who has got the documentation of this name all over the place. Heavy, heavy, heavy documentation. But generally, um, it, it starts with your birth certificate, your given documented names. Mm -hmm. um, and then if you get married, you add more names into the mix. Mm -hmm. So, uh, um, mm. and marriage, well, yeah, there's a whole subject we can talk about. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and, and I've had a name analysis with you. It was very, very interesting. In fact, yeah. I've got my family name Windsor, because Lauren Windsor, Loren Windsor, um, just was really good. But Gailey mm -hmm. is good as well. And it's interesting, um, we change our names and we're not even aware of it. That's why this is very important. It's very beneficial for anyone getting married or uh, having a baby and deciding on a name for the baby because you can tell the energetics uh, of a name that could be good or maybe not so positive. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So um, basically from birth, you're given documented names. They, mm -hmm. they actually create a blueprint, an energy blueprint that actually reflects upon your your character, your personality, virtues, mm -hmm. vices, areas of mental and physical health for better or for worse. So your combination of your names creates your personality. More amazing, the second part of this system, it shows how individual letters from each of your names, they rotate in a specific sequence every year of your life. And we can create a chart that shows which letters are active in which years of your life. Some are positive, some are negative, some are in between. But again, it's about the balance of all the letters from all of your names in any one given year that shows events that are going to happen and the way that you're going to deal with those events. Mm -hmm. Pretty amazing. Uh, it's, right. uh, it yeah. gobsmacked me first time around, and actually I spent a couple of years just, you know, studying, studying, practicing, looking for loopholes, mm -hmm. looking for something that, that didn't add up. Aha! I found a hole in the system, and I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find mm. any flaws in it. So. Well, it's amazing because it, it goes all the way back to the energetics of the alphabet, 
and so let's look at an example on the webpage here at AcousticHealth.com. Under Quantum Conversations Live on Air, we have our show page, and there is uh, a couple of um, buttons that will open up a name al- analysis so we can see what's going on here. Let's look at the first one. Which one do you want to do first, George Clooney and Happy? Yeah, let's do Happy, Happy, Sweet, Lovely Guy, George. Yeah, George. everybody loves George Clooney. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So if you click on that, now if there's people who are listening in, um, but they can't access this information, you can go back to it. You can listen to the replay. So I'm just going to skim through it. I'm not going to go through, you know, all the information over and over and over uh, because you can read this in your own time. But if we start with the one with George, um, it starts off, George Timothy Clooney, mother's maiden name Warren, born on the 6th of May, 1961. That's the information that we need to actually start to analyze his names. There's a bit of information there about the system. You can scroll down that page, and you'll then come to where I've calculated the numbers. George is 39 with 24. There are 64 personalities that separate the human race. Each of your names is the combination of two of those personalities. So if you just quickly look, now George is 39 with 24, Timothy is 38 with 34, Clooney 35, 28, Warren, so on and so on and so on. You can see all these numbers here. We just have to do the mathematics. And the odds of two people having the same combination of personalities as you is one in 200 billion. So this system is as accurate as your fingerprints, is as accurate as your DNA. Um, So with the um, George, I'll tell you right off the bat, the overall balance of his names, numbers, personalities, he's in good shape. He's a nice, you know, uh, strong, grounded, kind, loving, happy-go-lucky guy. And I've actually met a couple of people who've actually met him, and they all say the same thing. The guy is just so much fun. He's an absolute sweetheart. And it shows in his personalities. Now, there's little bits, little snips of information there uh, for George. It says, often successful but can face problems. If humble, you can rise from a low to a high position with dignity. Not one to worry. Generally fortunate in worldly affairs or meet influential people. Your artistic side can lead you in this direction if you choose to do so. You like peace, quiet, harmony. You dislike loud, discordant noises. Contacts will advance your work prospects, often through influential women. Just remember that part. Contacts will advance your work prospects, often through influential women. There's then a little skim through for the Timothy. There's actually a whole page of information for each of these personalities. Uh, These are just little snips. Then you've got the Clooney, 35 or 28. You've got the Warren. Then you've got his birthday, born on the 6th. Mm-hmm. Let's go down to the next page where we start with this chart. Okay, so his balance of personalities—he's in good shape. Okay, which means if he goes through a not so good patch in his events chart, because his personalities are quite well balanced, he'll get through it quite quite well compared to somebody who might have a very edgy, very sensitive set of personalities that that keeps him on a bit of a knife edge. George is not like that. He's a real steady easygoing guy. So um, going down to the chart, 
the first part of the chart starts from age zero, goes right through to age 24. Um, you can see that when he was 23 and 24, he was in, uh, if you look at the letters vertically, age 23, R-H-E-R. -E -R. R's signifying being busy, being active. E's at extreme, so double R's, double active, extremely busy, extremely work, work, busy, busy, chop, chop, bang, bang. H, unfortunately, stress. Striving to get ahead, but stress. And this continued when he was 24. Uh, there is actually an, a short version of the A to Z at the bottom of this page for people who want to then look through the A to Z and see what letters make up their names. Mm -hmm. If you then go a bit further down to the next chart, starting age 25, then age 26, you'll see these E's and R's and H's, not particularly good, not particularly good at all. That's not what I like to see in somebody's chart. But you'll see when he turned 27 in 1988, the G, a green letter G, which is very positive for gains. And then when he was 28, the G for gains, the Y for success. Well, the H was there, but at this point, the stress is fading away. It's striving to get ahead. Now, do you remember I said um, that uh, influential women can very often advance your prospects? George was a... a uh, actor, determined to be a successful a actor. And he was struggling, just getting small little parts and doing little stuff when he was 24, 25, 26. In 1988, he got his first break. Coincidentally, of course, this, this is all coincidence, Loren. Coincidence that the G was there for gains. In that same year, he got his first big break. He was on The Roseanne Show. And Roseanne owns the show. She booked George. So the G kicks in and he gets his first big gig. Mm. Well obviously you can see from the chart more G's come in, Y's come in, N's for love, loving conditions um, and when he's 31, 32, 33 all of the letters are all green positive letters. G for gains, Y for success, why for more success, double success, and love, loving conditions from the end. Well, as most people know, in 1984, he really got the big one. He was cast as Doug Ross in ER. And mm. he, never looked, he never looked back after that. He was just on this roll. He was on this ride. And even when he, um, when he went down to the single G from, from George in his 40s, the other letters that he had were not conflicting, causing any trouble. Uh, the I makes you intuitive, it makes you emotionally sensitive. The O is for peace, tranquility, very often brings money. And the single R is very good, keeps you busy, keeps you alert, keeps you active. Uh, during this time, he actually got his Oscar. He then went through a little phase where there was no positive letters for a couple of years, but he'd already created this, this whole world for himself. So he was then riding on the crest of the wave for a few years. Uh, the letters there, there was nothing that was uh, concerning, negative, oh dear, this is going to be a problem. No, there's just a big combination of blue letters, nothing there negative, riding on the crest of the wave. Uh, George was was one saying, me? Get married? You've got to be kidding. No way, no way. Well, here again, this is just coincidence, of course, just coincidence. Uh, age 53, 2014, he comes into the N for love, loving conditions. He meets this wonderful woman, and mm. guess what? He marries her.
And then in the middle of the five-year sequence of the Ns, when the N is at its strongest point, age 55, he has twins. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's just a little example how George was struggling, struggling, struggling. Some positive letters came in and doors started to open and the success, the journey just took off. Um, and basically, if he doesn't do something stupid, you know, that puts him out of public favor, the guy's set. The guy's set. His his chart, uh, sure, in his late 50s, it's not the best of charts, um, but um, it's not going to hold him back because he's already got his foundation set now. So uh, that gives you an example of little scratching the surface of how this actually works. Would you like to skip over to the Anne Hathaway one? Yes, it's fascinating. Again, it's uh, these are the letters of your name that are mapped out over the ages of 0 to 99. And mm -hmm. we can see that they do influence each other. It's quite a, a science that you've got this down to. Yeah, well, of course, I didn't invent this. I'm not that clever. <laughs> I did mention uh, that it was Lawrence Paik who introduced me about 10 years ago. Uh, but then um, it was the 1929 book, Two Sisters from the Chicago area, Violeta and Elverita Park Boyle. They devoted their entire lives to the study of names and all the different name systems out there. Because there's lots of name systems out there. I mean, most people have heard of numerology. Well, there's actually several versions of numerology. There's the Western numerology that most people know. There's the older Kabbalah system where they don't directly use the number nine. And there's other variations as well. Now, numerology is very, very good. It does provide a lot of interesting information. Mm -hmm. But... I think you even posted a testimonial from from a client who's been a numerologist and astrologer for the last 20 years and says, you know, why don't we why didn't we know about this system sooner? This is incredible. It blows everything away. It goes so deep and and pulls out all the little nitty-gritty stuff that all these other systems miss. Um so um um the Sisters went through all the different name systems. They came across this particular one, and um, it has been documented many, many times before, but they produced their book in 1929. The um, history goes back further. Uh, you can go back about two or 3,000 years into China, and it's there actually preserved in its splendid entirety, known to the ancients as the Chinese way of life. A much more complicated version of this system that we're talking about here can be found in the Indian Vedas and in the Hebrew Kabbalists. And if you want to go back further, we can go back about 10,000 years. There was an a, uh, ancient hieratic papyrus that was discovered in Egypt. It's now actually stored and preserved in the Louvre Library in Paris. And just over 100 years ago, a translation was actually made, and it's known as the Book of the Master of the Secret House. So we can go back about 10,000 years or so, and this, this exact same system, nothing's been changed or altered, this exact system has been kicking around for thousands of years. And the ancients, they used to use it to name their children for a healthy, happy, prosperous life. And if your life was not going the way you'd hoped and planned, or you had health issues, very often 
it was Kabbalah tradition for people to change their name, whether they had the system or not. They'd some, mm -hmm. sometimes just, just take pot luck and just change their name in the hopes of, of improving their life. And of course, you know, yeah. just like um, when you get married, you can take your husband's name or you don't have to take your husband's name. Sometimes it can work, sometimes it doesn't work. But yeah, the system has been around for a long, long time. Long, long time. This is not something new I just pulled out of a hat. So... Yes, um, it's ancient, very ancient. So um, there's questions. We're going to do Anne Hathaway here in a moment. But say, yeah. for example, you know, people um, here, we have a question from Australia, Slavika, and her name is spelled S-L-A-V-I-C-A and mm -hmm. Dimsevsky, D-I-M-C-E-V-S-K-I, right? So if she changes it by one letter, Slavika, uh, S-L-A-V-I-K-A, mm -hmm. um, she wonders how, like, what kind of an effect that will have. And she reports her financial situation has never been stable and she's had unsuccessful relationships. So we know that you can't do a full-on reading because you go deep and it stretches out over the course of a lifetime. But when you look at a <laughs> well, like that, what do you see? Well, it actually takes me about three to four hours to prepare all the information for mm -hmm. a personal name analysis. Uh, so to give any feedback... As regarding the names, obviously I don't have the time to do the calculations and keep everybody waiting. Plus, this is about your, all of your legal documented names, which is your first name, middle name if you have one, surname that you get from your father. We also include the mother's maiden name because it is documented on your birth certificate in most countries. And in some countries they do actually have two last names from the mother and the father. We also include the, the birthday. Um, and obviously, if you get married or if there's been any adoptions or name changes, I have to factor in all those. Well, that's why it takes me so long to do all these calculations and put everything mm -hmm. together. But as far as a name change, yes, even if you sometimes just change one letter, it can change the dynamics quite drastically. For example, mm -hmm. um, with the name Amy, you've got A-M-Y. A-M-I, A-M-I-E, A-M-E-Y, A-M-I-E-E, -E, they all sound exactly the same. But they all have a totally different personality, and they all change the configuration of the letters in the events chart. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, sometimes just the way you spell a name makes a huge difference. Um, and lots of the people that come to me for a name change don't want to make these drastic changes like I did, that's absolutely fine, because this is all about you. This is not about me giving you a list of 20 names, saying, here, take your pick. They're all good. And you go, hmm, so Mary Jo Smith. Well, it's kind of okay. I don't love it. But if Leon says it's good, I'm going to do it. No, mm -hmm. you don't work that way. This is about you, your journey. So it, it, it's what names do you like, which which names do you not like? Are there some names that you never even use? Middle names. You know, and it's, it's playing around to actually come up with a combination that you absolutely love and adore and go, yes, this just feels right. And if I can sign off and say, hey, and I, I agree too, this, this one is really, really good. 
then that's when we've got a home run. That's when we've mm. got a home run. But obviously, yes. it starts with a name analysis first. You have to see what you've got, you know, uh, because this is not about or saying that everybody needs to change their names. No, not at all. Uh, mm-hmm. The approximate numbers, there's about 10% of the population who've got names, personalities, and an events chart that's just really, really good. I mean, people like George Clooney, you know, he's just really good. Um, does he need to change his names? No, not at all. Then you've got about 40% of the population whose names are pretty good. And they don't really need a name change, but if they just had the information that's there, that's when you can use this system to your advantage. If you've got some little weaknesses there, little flaws in your character, when you feel them coming out, you can hold back. Oh, there it goes, I'm being sarcastic again. I shouldn't do that too frequently. People won't appreciate it. You can crack a sarcastic joke once or twice, you get a laugh. But if you keep cracking sarcastic jokes all night, people get a little bit tired of it. They perhaps won't tell you, but they get a bit tired. So if you start cracking sarcastic jokes, oh, it's coming from my names. Stop doing it. Stop doing it. I got away with that one. No more sarcastic jokes. If you know from your events chart that there's potential thunderstorms coming next week, what do you do? Stay at home and hibernate? No. If you're smart, you'll leave the house, but you'll take an umbrella. And if, only if it does rain, you pop up the umbrella and you don't get wet because you were prepared. That's the beauty mm-hmm. of this uh, um, uh, system and what really um, attracted me because I've, I've never personally been big into, you know, sort of the... Uh, uh, the card readings or astrology readings, what's going to happen next week. Uh, I, I'm happy to uh, have an overall picture, an, an, an annual picture, because it's nice to have a few surprises. But when you know the serious picture, and it's an annual one, you can use it to your advantage, and you can turn things around. Uh, if you're looking for this um, system, to tell you, oh, at 3 o'clock tomorrow afternoon, you're going to meet a tall, dark stranger. He'll be wearing a pink carnation in the lift lapel. He'll be carrying an umbrella and a briefcase. You're going to get married. You're going to have 2.4 children, a dog, a station wagon, the wood down the side, and a picket fence, and you're going to live happily, happily ever after. No, this is not what the system does. It shows you, you, your strengths, your weaknesses, and how to turn them around how to make it all pan out. So there's 40% of the population don't need a name change, but with the information, boy, can they really take advantage when the highs come in and they can take advantage when the lows come in by, by putting on the brakes a little bit. We've then got another 40% of the population who, yeah, uh, they could really do with a name change. Um, sometimes just changing the spelling of a name or playing around with middle names you don't use. Uh, and then there's the final 10%, which are the ones which I call, I know it's a bit of an insult, but it's a train wreck. There are some people, their names are just horrendous, horrendous. And this system, it it talks about all sorts of areas of physical and mental health as well. I mean, it goes really, really deep. I mean, lots of worry, stress, anxiety, fears, phobias. It comes from your names. It might sound crazy, Lauren but it comes from your names. Uh, Things like attention deficit 
disorder, hyperactivity disorder and stuff. Sure, I'm not saying, you know, uh, that drinking Coca-Cola and stuff is uh, good and it's not having any influence. Of course it is. We know that diet, health and nutrition are very, very important. But your names can aggravate a situation. Um, and it all comes out. All the, the good stuff and the not so good stuff, it all comes out. But when you've got all the information there, you can use it to your advantage. And yeah, there are 10% who unfortunately their names are just so horrendously bad, they really, really should do a serious major name change. Um, but for the most, it, it's, it's, you know, well, I want to keep my first name, or I want to keep my last name, or I want to keep my my forthcoming husband's name. We make it all fit. We juggle things around. That's what I do. We juggle it around to make it actually work. So, um, yeah, yeah. Um, oh, we didn't mm -hmm. talk about... Um, uh, getting Anne married. Hathaway. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was just going to bring up getting married yeah. because, I mean, yeah. you've seen that as well. I mean, someone gets married and boom, that changes the energetics of their whole yep. being. I mean, mm -hmm. how, how often have you heard of a couple living together for several years, happy, 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 they decide to get married, she takes his name, and within 12 months, they're breaking up. It, it happens mm -hmm. a lot. Um, but here's some real sort of solid facts. Now, um, in England, USA, Australia, much of the Western world, divorce rate is about 50%. You can check it on the internet, give or take, about 50%. If you go um, to countries where women do not take the name of their husband, we're talking about South America, Central America, China, there's millions and millions of women. They get married, and because of culture, upbringing, religion, whatever it might be, in those countries, they don't even think about taking their husband's name. If you say, oh, you're getting married, congratulations, what's your new name going to be? They look at you kind of strange and like, well, why, why would I want to give up my family name? That would be disrespectful. You know, They think the other way around, whereas in the Western world here, women are almost expected to take their husband's name. And if you don't, oh, don't you love him? Why don't you want his name? There's all sorts of negatives. But anyway, the simple facts are, in countries where women do not take their husband's name upon marriage, divorce rate is not 50%. It's not 40%. It's not 30%. It's not 20%. It's 5%, Loren. 5%. Now, you can argue, you know, culture, environment, uh, religion, upbringing, all this kind of stuff. I'm not disagreeing, but you cannot disregard the difference between 5% divorce rate and 50% divorce rate where women do not take their husbands' names upon marriage. Um, so, uh, yeah, that one's, uh, <laughs> that one's that a big... Interesting? Plus, again, mm -hmm. going back to the lovely testimonials that you put on the page, I'm pretty sure there's one there from uh, a uh, lady that came to me for a name analysis, and mm -hmm. she she was divorced for some years, but she still had kept her husband's name, and she wasn't sure if to keep the husband's name or not. 
So we analyzed her names, and she saw you know, the good, the bad, and the ugly, and everything. And actually, um, it, it turned out that, that his name was, was actually doing her a few favors at that moment in time. So I said, keep it for another 12, 18 months, whatever the time frame was, and then get rid of it. Because that's when you need to get rid of it, because then for the next you know, 10, 15 years, it's going to put you back into the doldrums again. And that's exactly what she did. She reverted back to her maiden name. And her maiden name's pretty good, pretty good. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, um, it's it's amazing the information that you can pull out that just comes from the vibration of your names. Mind blowing, mind blowing. Yes, absolutely amazing. All right, let's look at another example because it's very interesting. That's what you see too when you see all of these uh, clients that you do analysis on. You're able to see exactly what's causing that when you look at their chart. It's really fascinating. So Anne oh, Hathaway. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. It still blows me away when I'm talking with a complete stranger sometimes because I send out all the documentation. We then do a follow-up consultation. And I'm talking to a complete stranger. And I sometimes have to you know, push the limits a little bit when I'm talking about the events chart. I say, well, actually, when you were sort of like 21, 22, 23 years old, there was this and that, and I can see this kind of influence going on. And sometimes it, I'm not always telling them the best news. Very often it is good, good, happy news, but sometimes it's not always the best. And they go, wow, you're exactly right. That's exactly the year that this happened and that happened and the other happened. It was one of the worst years of my life. You know, so... It still blows me away how accurate the system is. When it comes to Anne Hathaway, uh, I haven't gone into the details of her personalities. Just suffice to say that her personalities are pretty good, but she's got a couple there that are full of mental energy that put her on a bit of a knife edge. Um, and so good personality, but very, very sensitive. So when her chart is good, she's going to be very, very abundant, happy, wonderful bliss. But when her chart goes negative, she, she's, she's going to suffer more than someone like George Clooney would because she's got these very sensitive numbers. Uh, starting off with the information at the top of the page, it says Hathaway spoke of her experiences with depression during her teenage years, mm -hmm. saying that she eventually overcame the disorder without medication. Well, you can see from the chart that during these years where she admits that she had this disorder, this mental disorder, she was in all these negative letters. If you scroll down to the next page of the chart, mm -hmm. you'll see starting age 10, the U comes in, and then um, age 11, similar sort of problem that I had, <laughs> but mine was uh, financial problems, the U from the Jacqueline on the second line down, the H from the Hathaway, and then the U from her mother's maiden name, Macaulay, on the bottom line. So E adding extremes to U, H to stress, and U more losses again. So double losses with extreme stress. Uh, the two years before that, the T was there from the Hathaway, and the T can very often indicate the head. So looking at um, age 10, uh, lots of activity uh, and losses regarding the T, so that's where it started. The actual mental problems within her head, this vibration that these letters s send out, they stirred up, they stirred up a bit of a hornet's nest. And then age 11, 12, 
13, even 14, 15, 16, uh, not good. And even 17 was still not great. It was only when she turned 18 that things really started to turn around for her. So her mental problems, um, which was all depression, anxiety, stress, having to uh, decide, do I take heavy medications or do I try and get through it? I don't know if she took medications or not, but it's not really important. But, but she got through it. She overcame it um, exactly when she said she did. And it shows up exactly in her chart. But now, looking on the more happy, happy side, going a bit further forward, you'll see that positive times from round about 99, um, when she was um, 17, that's when the good things started to come in. From 99 to 2004, she had the N for love, loving conditions, the L for advancement. Um, there was still the H there, which was a bit of stress, but more striving to get ahead, because these letters can flip-flop a little bit backwards and forwards. So the H can be stress, just pure, plain stress, like when she was a young kid, with all the other negative letters there. It was stress. No striving to get ahead, stress. But when she gets older, and there's some positive letters there with the H, it becomes more striving to get ahead with a little bit of stress in the background because you're working, working, working so hard, trying to get ahead. Going a bit further forward, uh, success came from the Y in 2004, but at the same time she experienced a negative relationship with Raffaello Foleria. Uh, whilst in the W, which is for wavering conditions, combined with the letter N in the chart for love. So wavering conditions were reflecting mm -hmm. upon the love-loving conditions. Um, from 2005-2007, transition to adult roles and success. The N is for love, the Y is for success. Um, this continued um, uh, from 2011, there was all this acclaim and recognition when she was in the N's and in the Y's. Um, and then uh, she started to date a guy called Adam Shulman, and they got married in 2012. Now, as far as I know, she has not taken his name. She still goes by the name Hathaway. She hasn't legally documented it on her passport, her driver's license, her tax returns, and all of her personal documentation. She hasn't used it. But I have included that name on the bottom of the chart, so you can just see what the letters would be had she have taken the name. And if it were the case, she'd be in the U right now from the Shulman, and would have been for the last couple of years, uh, which would have tainted, tainted the combination that she currently has and has had for the last several years. Um, mm -hmm. the, the C's from the uh, Macaulay, C puts it, her in good health, strong health, health recovery, if there's been any illness, puts you in a position of control. Um, the N, of course, as you know, is for love, loving conditions. Um, she um, uh, had a baby boy, and they decided to call him Jonathan Rosenbanks Shulman Hathaway, Hathaway being a mother's maiden name. Mm -hmm. um, and you can actually see his chart, um, that's underneath. We'll just very quickly glance at that. See, so all, like the a, red, all the red letters, um, and then in yeah, combination yeah. with each other, might not be so good? Yep. Stress Very and strain. So. Yep. Oh, okay, go ahead. 
Uh, I mean, I'm sure there's not going to be uh, financial worries and stresses here because because obviously they're a very successful family. But those double H's, double stress, not good for the early years of the life, and it runs right through until age seven, and then um, picks up a little tiny bit age eight, you know. But then age nine, ten, and eleven, the U's come in with the O's, which don't have to be money, they can be peace, tranquility, so loss of peace and tranquility, loss of ends, love, loving conditions. T, which is for change, travel, um, can also affect the head area, um, not good. Now, I'm not here to give any psychic readings or plan out the future for people, but don't be surprised if uh, in... Uh, 2024, 2025, especially 2026. Don't be surprised if if um, Anne Hathaway and her husband go through a serious problem, possibly even a breakup, which reflects upon the life of that child. The child is going to go through huge em emotional losses and stress. And of course, these things sit on your brain. I mean... They say, you know, that the first you know, 10, 15 years of your life are your building blocks, your foundation. They are. If you don't get a good one, I'm not saying it, 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 it holds everybody back, but it doesn't give you a good start. Some people manage to get over it. They break through. But a lot of people are suffering today because of their childhood. So when it comes to naming your kids, naming your babies, at least, you know, uh, once again, I don't come up with the names. It's about you and the names that you want, but I can sometimes help mm -hmm. with changing the spelling or playing around with a middle name that you're probably never going to use in day-to-day -day life, but we just come up with a really great middle name, which, uh, for example, there's a friend of mine in the USA. His middle name is J, J-A-Y. J is positive. The Y is positive, as you know, for success. Um, and... Having the middle name J, in his case, he already had pretty good names anyway, but having the J as a middle name that he never uses is the mm -hmm. icing on the cake for him. And the guy mm. is so successful, he's so happy, he has a wonderful life because his names are, are giving him an invisible helping hand. Mm -hmm. They can work for you, they can work against you. And some years, they're just kind of in between where nothing really much is happening, nothing much is going on. But there you can see a little indication of, of the type of information that I supply to my clients, mm -hmm. a, a lifetime chart uh, with all the names, all the personalities, so you can go through seeing your strengths, seeing your weaknesses. Um, mm -hmm. it's, it's powerful stuff. It's powerful stuff. Yes, and so in just a moment, we're going to go over the packages that you have for people to get an analysis, and some people mm -hmm. who want to change their name, you can even do that for them as well. But when you're talking yeah. about using this as a tool to be prepared in your life, if you love your name, if you resonate with your name, and you're good with that, and you see something coming up in your chart, for example, um, if we look at Jonathan Hathaway's chart granted um you know let's look above if someone comes up to year 10 or year 11 where you see those negative influences mm -hmm. what can one person do you can actually use it to 
bolster yourself through that year, right? Like you said, maybe you just cut yourself some slack and realize what's going on. Maybe it's time to be ultra aware or patient or do something <clears throat> maybe completely different. But there's ways that you recommend we can counteract that energy. Yeah. Oh, yes. And, and within the name analysis, uh, when we talk about the future years of your chart, when I'm doing the, the follow-up consultation, uh, I, I actually go through these future years in great detail, and I show you ways that you can protect yourself. Like mm -hmm. I said, when you've got the information, there could be thunderstorms. When you leave the house, take an umbrella. Only if it rains, pop it up. You don't get wet. I will give you a, a beautiful example. A client, uh, this is quite some years ago, and I was saying, to, oh, and in a couple of years from now, you come into the U, and you also come into the N. U for loss, N for love, loving conditions. I said, I know you adore your husband, and you've got a great relationship, but just know that when these letters come into your chart, it might put you on a bit of a sensitive knife edge, so don't do anything silly. Don't do anything stupid. Just be aware. Hey, be, be careful, because losses could be coming. I said, at the same time, it could just be that, that uh, some old family member, some great-grandmother suddenly decides to pop off and, and die, and, and it, it brings in some loss of loving conditions because you had a very close relationship with that great-great-grandmother. Anyway, the client uh, contacted me about 18 months, two years later, and said, I can't thank you enough. She said, I've been very distant from my father for many, many years. He lives in Italy. I live in the USA. I went back to Italy, um, and uh, it, it was partly a business trip, but I you know, went by to see the family, and I saw my father. And I was just thinking what you said, you know, use and ends, loss of love, loving conditions. And I thought, wouldn't it be terrible if my father suddenly died? And we haven't really ever had chance to talk to each other and clear the air. So, you know, that's what she did. She actually sat down with her father, and they made up, they kissed and hugged, and they were best friends after that, and they were talking on the phone almost every day. Suddenly, he had a heart attack and died. She told me because, first of all, because she knew the U's and the N's were there, it's almost like she, you know, wasn't hoping anything bad was going to happen, but hey, you know, something might happen. When you get kind of the heads up, something might happen. When it happens, it doesn't hit you quite as hard. Of course, it was still a horrible shock, but she was a little bit prepared, so it, it didn't knock her off her feet. And within a couple of weeks, she was getting back into a routine, back into her life. So... But more so, she said, because she knew those U's and N's were there, she just took that extra little step to reach out to her father. And she said, if he'd have died and I hadn't have made it, made it up and patched up with him, I would never be able to continue happy for the rest of my life. But because of you giving me that little heads up warning in advance, it prompted something. And even though he's gone, she thanked me sounds a bit weird, but she thanked me for having the information because it made us so much stronger and so much better and so much happier. So just because the user there doesn't have to be the end of the world, doom and gloom, and very often, 
like a friend of mine in England who's got lots of positive letters, but he's got U's as well. His first name is, is uh, Paul. Whenever the U's come in, he's in P's for power and G's for gains and all sorts of... He is so successful, has a great life, but he goes through periods of loss of interest. He builds up a new business. Once it's built up, the challenge is over. The challenge is done. He loses interest. So he farms it out to one of his uh, managers and gets them to run it, makes them a partner or whatever, and he moves on to his next business project. So the U doesn't have to be doom and gloom. But, uh, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. so, um, but use it to your advantage. Use it to your advantage. And mm -hmm. this is not about everyone's got to change their name. It's a small percentage of what I do. Mm -hmm. And very often when I do, it's just playing around with some middle names sometimes that you don't use. Yeah. Yeah, well, it's fascinating. And again, it's a whole, it's a chart of the whole life with your name, birth certificate name. So you go into it. You mentioned that it takes you a couple of hours to do a reading. And so, and that can be variable because someone could have, a, you know, like you said, if you were adopted, there's that adopt the, the baby name on a certificate mm -hmm. until the adoption was legal. So now that it's exactly. legal with the adoption, right, you got to take all of that into account. And then when, mm -hmm. when a woman takes the husband's name. So let's talk about your name analysis because this is a reading over the course of 99 years of someone's life and how that changed as their names change. So that's a beautiful yep. name analysis. Talk a little bit about yep. those packages. Yep, it, it starts off a full documented name analysis is where I get all the information from you on the history of your names. Obviously, some people, they have their birth names, they never get uh, take a husband's name and it's pretty straightforward because I just have the basic names there the birth date mm -hmm. so I do all the calculations as I said there's two personalities for each of your names and there's 64 personalities that separate the human race uh, 64 as you probably know is a very powerful mathematical number there's uh, 64 hexagrams in the I Ching there's 64 codons that make up your DNA. There's 64 fundamental principles of the universe. There's even 64 squares on a chessboard. So there's 64 personalities. You know, the common, each of your names is two of those personalities. And there's a page of information for each personality. So all these different combinations, it's going through all these pages and highlighting all your strengths and highlighting all your weaknesses. So you can see your good points, so you can take advantage of those good points. You can also see where some of your weaknesses are. I talked about fears, phobias, uh, mm -hmm. sarcasm, little stuff. But, you know, it's all very, very important. So you can take control of your weaknesses. This uh, mm -hmm. system also does cover areas of mental and physical health. Um, so I'd like to just quickly touch on that. I mean, when it comes to uh, physical health, uh, each of these personalities have a health advisory. If the advisory repeats in other names, it then means you have to pay attention to it. The advisories cover lungs, breathing, brain, fever, headaches, throat, blood circulation, liver, gallbladder, heart, digestion, stomach, growths, tumors, cancers, 
that's on the physical side. Then on 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 the more mental side, you know, uh, worry, stress, anxiety, uh, attention deficit disorder, introvert, extrovert is a big one. The number of people that have a, a little bit, just a little bit of, sort of like bipolar there, where they have this almost split personally, the quiet, quiet, reserved side, and then all of a sudden the life and soul of the party. Um, it's coming from, from people's names. It's just amazing. Um, so it's all so the documentation. That's not, that's not, you don't want to be both an introvert and an extrovert? Or you just be aware um, that that's uh, going on? <laughs> well, it it depends on, on the whole combination again. If uh. you have introvert and extrovert with other names that have high mental activity and high physical activity, no. That's what I had. And if I was a kid today, I'd be diagnosed bipolar back then um, uh-huh. and put on all sorts of medications. But, um, uh, for example, um, um, the actor, oh, I've forgotten his name, from, from Beverly Hills Cop. Um, 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 Bill, Eddie Murphy. Eddie Murphy, yes, mm-hmm. yes, right. He, he has got introvert and extrovert. Now, obviously, I don't know him personally. But I, I would bet my last dollar that that guy, the, the extrovert side, yeah, you see it when he's on stage. Mm-hmm. But I bet you when he's at home in his own space, he's cool, chilled out, doesn't want to be bothered, wants to sit back and relax and read a book or whatever it is. He has got a split personality, but he hasn't got these other names that aggravate it. So he's mm-hmm. got a... A, a very outward-going side and a very quiet, reserved side. Again, it's, it's all about the combination. And that's what comes out when we go through all the names. Now, of course, if there's married names, the number of people who uh, get married, divorced, don't revert back to their maiden name and then get married to the next husband. Mm. How this system works, when you get married for the first time, there's no documentation anywhere that says you're giving up your maiden name. It just says you want to start using this new name. So that new name, that married name, adds on to your existing married, uh, mm-hmm. adds on to your existing birth names. Mm-hmm. If you get divorced and don't revert back to your maiden name, then you still carry the energy of that first husband's name when you get married for a second time. And if you then get divorced from from the second husband, which you probably will because the energy from the first marriage is causing all sorts of disruption within your new marriage, when you then get divorced from the second husband, if you don't revert back to your maiden name, you're then carrying the energy of two ex-husbands' names when you get married for the third time and then take on the energy of the third husband's name. I've seen this happen so many times. The number of people that just have to go back to their maiden names. Mm-hmm. They're already divorced. They're divorced. The kids are grown up, you know, but they're still using that name and they've been married perhaps once or twice before. Very often, it's causing all sorts of turbulence and stress within your life. Dump the names. Just use your, your divorce certificate, which is documentation, that allows you to go back to your maiden names. And when you do that, you wipe out all the old names. They're wiped out from your energy field. And that vibration mm-hmm. is, is uh, 
has gone. So yes, um, it's all about all these different personalities, um, which ones are working for you, which ones might be working against you. And then it's the event chart, which you've seen an example of, where yes, we go through your life up to date so you can understand how this chart works and how you can relate it to things that have happened in your life. And then we look at what's happening now and we look at what's going to happen for the next 10, 15 years. And uh, mm -hmm. more often than not, oh, so that's all it is? So there might be some rain showers. So when I'm walking to work, there might be some puddles on the sidewalk. So all I've got to do is just sidestep the puddles and my shoes won't get messed up. Correct. Exactly right. Sometimes mm -hmm. you just have to sidestep some little issues. Don't need to change your name. Um, but... Mm -hmm. uh, Nonetheless. <laughs> yes, and so it's so, an yes. awareness. It's a beautiful awareness. And, yeah. you know, most people <clears throat> that you work with are just going to get their name analysis. They're just going to want their name analysis to see that roadmap of life, that uh, their name, oh. the energetics of their names. But you also take this further as well because people want to go further. So they'll want their name to be analyzed, but then they have another name that they want to possibly change. So that's what you have available too. That's for someone who wants that compatibility analysis. Um, the compatibility is where you have perhaps a, a um, child or a partner or a life partner, um, future husband, a business partner, Mm -hmm. where you want to check the compatibility. When you've got two people who are very, very close, I mean, everybody listening in knows how we all have this energy. And when you touch somebody, when you kiss someone, caress someone, especially when you have sex with someone, the energy transfer is huge. It's massive. It's massive. Now, if you have someone who's close to you, and let's say they're names are going into a bit of a dip, their chart's going into a dip, but yours is actually pretty good and pretty strong. You can actually be the pillar of strength and you can actually, through transfer of energy, help that person get through that little dip, that little negative phase that they've got coming up. Uh, the same can work around the other way. I actually analyzed the names for a guy a couple of years ago. I said, oh boy, oh boy, I said, God, you're, you're name, God, you've had it really tough. He said, yeah, he said, I must admit, I never seem to get ahead, you know. Mm -hmm. I said, but aren't you worried and stressed out? He said, well, yeah, I am a little bit. But I said, no, you should be really stressed out. He said, well, <laughs> no, not really. He, he said, um, he said, without even looking at his wife's names, he said, well, because my wife and I, you know, She's kind of like my pillar of strength. And actually, to be honest, she's the breadwinner. She, she's the one that's always in a good corporate position, always bringing home the money. Uh, I have all these wild, crazy ideas and business ventures, and invariably most of them fail and put me you know, back down to nothing again. But food's always on the table, roof is overhead, because of my lovely, wonderful, adoring wife. And we've been together since high school, you know. Um, so we looked at her names, and her names were incredibly good. Mm -hmm. So yeah, he he was going through rough things, but it wasn't the end of the world because he had so much support from his wife, who was kind, loved him, adored him, and she had a great set of personalities and a great events chart. 
So, um, plus if you've got a business partner and the two of you are sole partners running a business, you know, if your partner's not in such good shape, you're going to have to carry some of the workload. You're going to be having to keep things moving along because he's not going to have that zip and get up and drive. Uh, and it can work the other way around. So the compatibility is if you've got someone close to you and you want to see what's going on with them and how it's maybe reflecting upon you. Because again, I've had some clients, their events chart looks pretty good. But they've got some, sorry to use the word, asshole of a husband who's like dominating and, and bullying and uh, using mind control or whatever it is they try to do, some of these guys, you know. So I'm saying this client, well, you looked in pretty good shape. They said, well, actually, job and work and this, everything was going great. Everything was fantastic. But I still had this problem with my husband. So we had a look at his names. And boy, oh boy, it showed up straight away. Showed up straight away. So the compatibility, yeah, that's where you effectively get two name analysis, um, but with one consultation to cover both. And we uh -huh. talk about the individual names individually, like a name analysis, and then we talk about the compatibility uh, generally as far as the personalities go. But then as far as the events chart go. We compare your events chart to your husband's events chart or your boyfriend or whoever it is. And mm -hmm. uh, you can then see the full picture of, ah, so that's why five years ago my husband, oh, he was so hard to be around. He was, he was always stressed out and this and that because it was there in his chart. Mm -hmm. So when it comes around next time in like another 10 years, she knows exactly what to do. She's, she's expecting it to come She's prepared. She's got an umbrella. She ain't going to get wet. She'll sidestep the puddles. She'll keep the relationship together and thriving. Because it takes mm. two. It takes two to make a relationship. Sometimes you've got to give. Sometimes you've got to take. And this system shows where you give and when you take. Mm -hmm. That's the compatibility. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. <clears throat> okay. And so you can also do it for business names. I love that, too because I know many yep. are working on their new earth business and upgrading their businesses. And gosh, the name of a business actually yep. has energy. It does. It does. Um, you only have to look at, you know, the Yahoo's and the Bing's and the Google's and you start <laughs> seeing some of these positive letters that they're using. Oh, <laughs> so Google um, is Google is Google. Yeah, you would think that it was just a name that was unique and unusual, but actually the energetics behind it because of the letters. Yeah, So yeah, Google exactly. would be good because it's got the two G's and the two O's. Yep, but of course it also depends if it's going to be Google.com or Google.net or if it's simply the name Google or the business is Google LLC or Google Limited. Um, there's all these different variables, and that's what I work on. It's the actual name of your actual business. So let's say the name of the business is Google. We then um, say, well, is that the actual documented name? Oh, well, no, actually, it's Google Limited, LTD. So we okay. have to incorporate the LTD into the factoring with the name Google. Then it's, well, 
I want a website. Well, Google.com uh, actually works out really, really good, but uh, Google.net or Google.org or Google.something else wouldn't have worked for you. We then also consider the primary email address that's with the website because this is all about communicating with the people. Your work, your business is about promoting yourself. And it has to say, hey, look at me. I'm really good at what I do. And just by these names and stuff we've got here, uh, it's sending out a subliminal message. Now, if you want to have a smiley t-shirt business, you want the name of that business or the name of the website or both to say, hey, we're happy, we're fun. We're all about happy and having fun. Whereas if you're going to be a chiropractor or a uh, spiritual healer, you want a, a name for your business or for your website that say, hey, I'm kind, I'm compassionate, I'm here to help people. And we can do it with the system. It's incredible. So it, it's, it's the actual name of the actual business, which if you're just a self-employed person, it's just that name. But we have to consider if it's limited, LLC or Inc or whatever it is you want to use. I then follow through with the name of the website, which we keep obviously in the same realms, the same sort of path, but we can uh, use .com or .net or .org or .something else to total it all up so it comes into a flow of, of uh, health, wealth, happiness that, that resonates through the, the sequence of names, the business name, the website name. We then have the primary email address. Uh, I can even do the phone number. If you have flexibility on a choice of phone numbers, I can pick out the phone number that's going to work best for you. So it's all about getting a combination that flows and resonates. So, yes, um, so, quite a bit of intense yeah, so, work involved there, but, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. so if someone were to come to you and have them, you look at their business names, would you would they give you a couple of examples that they're thinking of? Because you actually run the oh, whole yeah. chart on, on the name. So do they give you like one or two names that you, you look at and compare? Well, it's uh, sometimes a case that they already have a business name. So mm -hmm. we try to work around what we've got as best we can, and we then start getting creative when it comes to uh, coming up with a Facebook page name which is in the same sort of realms, the same sort of word or words, but we're just uh, doing some little modifications to bring out the best. It's, it's um, much the same as with the name system. Um, if you think of a, a uh, piano, you can take any one finger, press any one key on a piano. It sounds pretty good. Some sound a little bit sweeter than others, but any one finger is good. It's when you take two or three fingers and two hands, you've got to press several keys at the same time. It's very important you get all those fingers in the right place because if just one finger is out, you'll sound slightly off tune or slightly off key. If you get three or four fingers in the wrong place, you start to make a horrible noise. Well, your names apply a similar action. It's about the balance. It's about the balance of the personalities. It's the balance of the event chart. When you've got both in fairly good sync, you've got a piano that is tuned so beautifully, you could take it to Carnegie Hall and put on a concert. 
And then the second part of the system, your events chart, is the tune that you're going to play for the rest of your life. Rather than having a happy, happy, oops, oh dear, crash, burn, fall down, try and pick myself up, uh, happy, happy, ha oh, oh dear, another disaster just happened. Wouldn't it be nice if your song was just happy, 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 with no negatives coming in. So you're free, you're free to get on and do what you wanted to do in, in the first place. Mm -hmm. That's what it's all about. So yes, um, with the business names, once, once again, it's about you and the names that you want. We just play around, we do some modifications to bring the balance out in, in all the the options, which are the business name, the website name, the Facebook page, the email address, phone number, and so on and so on. All the information that's on your business card is what's important because that's sending out a subliminal message. So that's what I do with the business names. Next okay. one. Yeah. Next one, I think, is the baby names, yeah? Yes, you also, I mean, it's perfect for baby names, planning out that future yeah. energetics. Yep. Um, we are fixed, of course, with the, the surname of the father and the maiden name of the mother. Mm -hmm. uh, well, unless you happen to be my daughter, she came to me when she was pregnant and said, we've been trying to get married for the last two years, but we haven't had time, and now I'm pregnant. We do want to get married, but we've got to have the baby's name as well. Well, I actually got my daughter, even though she didn't have the time to actually get married, she actually changed her legal name to her husband's surname. She did that so that when the child was born, she wouldn't have her original surname that she got from me that conflicted with her husband's introvert and extrovert off the charts. So she actually changed her name before she actually had the baby. That's going to the extreme, I must admit. But, but um, generally speaking, it's about you and the names that you want. And like I said, Amy, A-M-Y, A-M-I, A-M-I-E, A-M-I-E-E, A-M-E-Y, they all sound exactly the same, but they all have a different personality, and they're all going to change the event chart quite considerably. So it's me working with you. You come up with the idea, well, I really like this name and that name, and maybe this one for a middle name. We play around with them, so it brings out the best in the fixed ones, which are the father's name and the mother's maiden name. We then have to consider the birthday, which can sometimes not always be so easy. Uh, some people are already, oh, well, I'm already booked in for a C-section on, uh, on the 14th. Okay, no problem. Uh, if not, we have to finalize it a week or two after the birth, because you have up to four weeks to actually get the birth certificate registered. So uh, very often the case there is we have a couple of options. We're all set to go. And then if the birthday happens to be the 13th or the 14th or the 15th, we know which name we're going to go with. Uh, so that is the baby name. Once again, there's lots of hours of work involved here, uh, mm -hmm. and it is back and forth, back and forth, emails, Skype calls, phone conversations, until we come up with the right combination that you absolutely love and adore, and I can say, hey, we've got a good one here, let's go with it, let's go with it. Beautiful. So, yeah, very, nice. very helpful. Okay, and so then uh, talk to us about this one to change or modify a name. Yeah. Um, there 
are some people out there who who just literally say, hey, I've never liked my names from birth. I loathe my names. I've been made fun of, taunted when I was a kid at school, and enough's enough. I want to change my names. Mm -hmm. And um, so, yeah, let's get straight to it, straight to it. In most cases, it's, well, yeah, I don't really love this name, or I've had problems with an ex-husband's name, or this, or that, or the other. Um, that's when having a name analysis with the name change, the full service is actually good because we can see exactly what, what's been going on. We can keep the strengths, we can lose the weaknesses, and we come up with a new name that is based on your birth names. So we're keeping all your good points. Um, so the difference between option 5A, which is just the name change service only, that's for people who just, hey, I, I want to change my names don't like my names at all. I'm ready to do it. Um, that is for those who just want to go down that path. Most people usually want to have a name analysis first, so we have a little bit of a discount built in there. Where If you go for the name analysis with the name change right up front, um, then it all helps to bring the price down a little bit to keep everything a little bit more reasonable for people. So. Um, there's your options. Mm -hmm. A total there of, of six options. But as I said, in most cases, it starts off with the name analysis, which if you go through the testimonials, the reviews that you kindly posted, there are lots of them. I've got probably mm -hmm. over 100, over 100 now. Um, and um, it's just people saying the same thing. Wow, blown away by the accuracy. This has helped me to make little shifts and changes in my life. I didn't want to change my name, or in the case of some of the reviews there, yeah, after talking with Leon, I went back to my maiden name, and mm -hmm. so glad I did. <laughs> so it starts with a name analysis in most cases, and then it goes on from there. But um, best thing I can really say is um, thanks for putting that page up, and please do look through all the reviews. Um, there's yeah, lots there's a couple of videos there too, right? With oh, some yes. testimonial of people's yeah. um how it worked for them. That's yep. beautiful. Uh, there's an excellent video by Dr. Karen Can, who I'm sure quite a few people know. I analyzed her names for her. She didn't have to change her names, but she was blown away by the accuracy. Blown away. Uh, and then the other review um is a lovely, lovely lady who didn't like her names and she's had a couple of marriages and they were not working out and she was divorced and said, you know what, I want to get rid of all this all this uh, negative stuff around me that I'm sure is coming from these names. So she changed her names and it changed her life. Like I said, change your name, change your life. Um, that's what you can do and it was ancient tradition. People used to do this thousands of years ago. But of course, we don't always get to read about all the history that's important. The history they feed us with is uh, uh, Christopher Columbus. Um, yeah, okay. <laughs> uh, let's not get into Christopher Columbus and uh, the warmonger and uh, pirate that he really was. Yeah, um, those, those are the options. 
Thank you for that. So name analysis and all of this analysis options, that is available on your special offer. Leon, thank you for that. I love it because you actually are a testimony to this as well. And this is hours and hours and hours of work. And you have studied this with all of the hundreds and thousands of clients that you've worked with. So it must be so amazing, you know, when you when you look at someone or maybe a public figure, for example, and you know a little bit about their history, you could go in and, and study their name and you're able to pinpoint it. It is really fascinating. So oh, it's yeah. interesting. It's 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 amazing how how if you want to actually learn this system you you can quite quite quickly and uh hey all of a sudden you're checking out names of your best friends and your family and your boss and the person you don't like at work and the number uh-huh. of people that come back to me and say I, I i just can't believe how incredible this system is it's just so amazing <laughs> well beautiful thank away. you yeah. it does it does oh, and yes that, go that, ahead one Finally, I must point out this is not numerology. Um, the the similarity is we do use numbers for calculations, but it's a very very different system. Um, not putting numerology down, it's a great system, but this goes in covers other areas that you won't find covered with numerology. And when it comes to doing a name change or a name modification or creating names. Uh, you can't use numerology to do that. A lot of people have, they've tried, and it's backfired because that system is not geared up for creating, designing names. Name reality, which is an ancient system that I have not changed. I've just kept the whole system intact. Um, it's an ancient system that does work for creating, changing, modifying names. So if you're thinking of uh, changing a name because you've maybe uh, been advised something through numerology, please, please, please at least check in here first because you might be rolling the dice. Just like when you get married. Do I take the husband's name or do I not take the name? When you use the system, hey, if I take his name, it's going to work in my favor. This is going to be wonderful. Yes. Or, oh, oh, dear. Maybe it's not such a good idea to take his name. And you know what? If the guy really loves you, he won't care. He won't mm-hmm. care. Well, it's a roadmap. Again, it's this ancient yeah. system that allows us to see the energetics of our name if we choose to change it or go with it. And it's powerful and it's empowering as well. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Leon. This has been fascinating. And so if those out there would like to know about their name and utilize this ancient system for empowerment. Again, it's awareness, 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 and this is very helpful. Thank you, Leon. Thank you. Thank you. Have a beautiful day. Again, your special offer is here at AcousticHealth.com forward slash special offers slash change your name. And actually, you don't have to change your name, but just get an analysis to see the energetics of your name. It is a roadmap of your life. I want to thank my guest, Leon Zonamari, for this quantum conversation. Thank you.
It is now time to dance our way to the cosmic heart so we have a little bit of fun as we contemplate this wisdom that was imparted. Enjoy.